I need to open up my <laughs> not V8. Again, not V8 this week. I have been having what? such a tough time finding V8. Why? I don't know why Kansas is going through a V8 energy drink shortage, but like I've resorted to watermelon Red Bull. Oh. That tells you how desperate I am. Oh. I've resorted to Red Bull. Oh. Anyway, let's fucking crack this baby open, shall we? We shall. <laughs> it doesn't even have a nice like. It wasn't even click that nice. sound. Man. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, if you. My dream is to find somebody who works at Campbell's who can get me just, like, a shit ton of V8 energy drinks. <laughs> if you or somebody you know has, like, the hookup for V8 energy drinks, fucking call me. DM the Afterbite account. We need to account. make a deal. We need to like, make a deal. <laughs> I need to find a guy who knows a guy. That's <laughs> what I need to do. If you or somebody you know has the hookup for V8 energy drinks, please hit me up. Please. Hey, hi, hello everyone and welcome to After Brightest the Vampire Diaries Fancast. Only 10 years too late. We're back, finally, in the Vampire Diaries. It's been a while since we had a TVD episode of this podcast because we had mm-hmm. our little break and then we came back with an Originals episode. But yeah. we are back Better than ever, baby. This week we are talking about season five, episode eight, Dead Man on Campus. Jordan, we're finally back. Yeah. We're 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 finally we've returned. I've returned to a TBD and episode. You have yeah, you have some rankings to catch up on. Yeah. So let's start with that before we go into what 508 is about. So what is your scale of one to ten? What's your ranking for episode 506, Handle with Care? Hold on. The episode's all blurred together for me, so I gotta look up what the description is. I know. Um, While you're looking that up, I do just have to say, I think it's really fucking funny how right now I've ranked this season the lowest, your second highest, and Brian's ranked it the highest so far at 8.7. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see how much your rankings are gonna fucking plummet after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, damn, am I... Wa- no, I I looked up the. This is season five, right? Mm-hmm. Season five, episode six. Hold on, hold on. I can I can read it to you if you need it. Where's the wiki? Where's the wiki when I need it? Why is the wiki not the first thing that comes up? I don't get it. I know. Basically, uh. <coughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Silas. Oh, this is the one when they go into the. Uh... Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. The so, warehouse, yeah. The warehouse and Catherine has is realizing something's off. They're they're mm-hmm. back at the school a little bit. Okay. Um Yeah. I just remember watching this. Like, I know this is not a filler episode. But it felt like it, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> because sure like it was just, like, doing stuff to move the plot forward, but, like, not in an interesting or fun way. So I was just watching stuff happen, and we're like, okay, just re- getting information, I guess. Um, It was a weird episode. I think for that vibe alone, I'm gonna give it a six. It wasn't a even six. that good. It's getting a six for me. Alrighty. Um, and then uh, episode 507, Death and the Maiden. This is the one with Amara. We got. It was like a season finale that wasn't a season finale. Yeah, we got 
We got death happening. We got Miss Nina Dobrev playing a third character. <laughs> Miss Nina Dobrev is doing the most. Um, here's what I'll say. I think I like this episode a little bit more. I really like the intro part with uh, Silas like, doing his I little monologue. I gave that episode a nine. Like Brian gave yeah. me ten. I liked I that liked, episode. It was good. It had like a good build up. Um, and you know, good resolution to certain potholes. We got Bonnie back. It was a good episode. So true. So true. Uh, do I like it as much as a nine? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. the The problem is I, watching three in a row is really hard because then I I mix up how I'm feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember I really liked this episode. I didn't give it a 10 because I'm like, why is this episode seven? This should have been a season finale. But like, <laughs> I liked that episode a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it an 8.5. I don't remember. I feel like I liked it a 8. lot, but I, but I don't think it's enough for a nine. Okay. Yeah. I just have to say your average of ranking so far, because you gave that those both like pretty like you gave it a six that dropped your average ranking from an 8.3 to an (laughs) 8.0 just adding in those two rankings you were like and we're going down baby it's it really is downhill from here huh pretty much yeah (laughs) yeah like i'm like there's i just missed season four like so much so much like it's it's actually insane how much i miss season four. Oh, season four come back home the kids miss you the kids <laughs> are us we miss you so much oh so okay. <laughs> um give me your recap blurb for what happened in 507 because we kind of already talked about it but give me your official yeah, little yeah. recap blurb all right these are the things you got to know in order to go into this next episode. Amara, Silas, Tessa, all dead. Like that whole plot. Kick the bucket. From, from the first episode. That's, that's, that's done and over with. They're dead. Uh, Silas, uh, not Silas, Stefan is dealing with like, uh, you know what? It kind of confused me because the ending of the last episode made me think Silas might be still be alive. I was like, no, is Silas, Silas is just dead. doing something to him? But no, it was just Stefan dealing with some PTSD, which we go into more in this episode. Um, did Stefan get his memory back last episode? Uh, yeah. It was sometime back it, there. It was, I don't know. A lot like, of shit happened, you guys. Okay. It's been a month. The, 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 the last most important thing is that Catherine learned that she's dying because uh, mm-hmm. of the cure. So um, and uh, while that's going on, Bonnie is just brought back to life. Uh, and is now an anchor to the other side, not from the other side, to the other side. So she has yeah. one foot in the other side, one foot in the real world. She's and doing that it, thing where she like holds open the the grocery store door by just like putting her foot there so that the, right. the automatic but sensor it, but, doesn't close. But it's like very painful experience. It is a very painful experience for her. Yes. So then we come to this episode finally. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Where the vibes are just off. I don't know what's going on. This episode. <laughs> what is going on? 
Yeah. This episode is so wild for a lot of reasons. Can I explain to you the one reason that I think this episode is fucking bonkers? Yeah, go for it. Somebody most definitely said Augustine in front of Damon prior to this moment. <laughs> definitely. No way, because there's like a he few has lo- fucking super hearing. <laughs> Nobody said the word Augustine Society. Elena went to a fucking meeting. Catherine was the, like, has nobody said that word in front of him prior to now? There's so many loopholes here. For example, Bonnie's now the anchor, right? Uh-huh. But Bonnie was yes. on the other side. So how did yes. she not know this anchor existed? Did she not have to pass through someone that looks like Elena? Yeah. Like, huh? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can excuse a plot hole. You know this. We we could not have done this podcast for as long as we have if we cannot excuse a good plot hole for the sake of fun. Right. This, this shit is Swiss cheesy as fuck. <laughs> it's like, wh- like, what are you guys doing? This don't make no sense. Who, like, spilled coffee on the plot Bible for this season? <laughs> Who, like, like, what happened here? <laughs> Hey, Brian Young and Neil Reynolds. Hey, guys. The writers of this episode. Hey, guys. What's what going on? What happened here, bud? Why, why are there so many holes? Why, why, is, why are things not starting to not... Like, it's a, one pothole is fine, especially if it's like a tiny thing. But these are two big things. These are two major things. It's like, what? <laughs> How did this get past everybody? Especially because... You have to, like, track out what's going to happen in the season, right? In the beginning, at mm-hmm. least. Yeah, you, you break th- a whole season, basically. You think by the time they realize, oh, yeah, okay, so we're going to have uh, Bonnie be the anchor to their side, and Damon, he's going to be connected to this whole Augustine thing. There would have been like, okay, let's backtrack and make sure it makes sense. <laughs> let's backtrack. <laughs> And maybe add in a scene of, like, bo- maybe Bonnie's the one who comes to the realization about the line. Like, like, let's do a little bit of that so it makes a little more sense. No? No. We won't do that? Got it. This. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Yeah. The Netflix description for this episode. <laughs> we didn't even do that before we started ragging on it. <laughs> At Whitmore College, Elena and Caroline decide to throw a big party, but their plans are interrupted when Jesse suddenly needs Caroline's help. That's right. It's the return of hot boy Jesse. Jesse. I like him. Yeah. He's I cool. I think he's so fun. Yeah. He, 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 he feels like, a, he, feels like he, he would have been a good replacement for backstabbing Tyler. For, yeah, he feels like he could have really been like a, a redemption arc for the Tyler-sized plot hole. For right. the Tyler-sized hole in our hearts. Right, exactly. Yeah. That is not going to be true because he is now an Augustine vampire. Right. He gets experimented on by Dr. Wes uh, and he attacks Dr. Wes, breaks out. Augustine vampires are apparently much stronger than normal vampires. Mm-hmm. And so... Jesse breaks out of confinement, hurts Dr. Max. Uh, Dr. Max? Dr. Wes Maxfield. Again, I cannot trust this motherfucker with two names like that. I don't <laughs> trust that shit at all. Um, 
And, you know, he goes off on his merry way. Mm-hmm. He's struggling with his newfound vampirism, but he's an Augustine vampire. So keep that in the, that's a mouse tool that we're going to come back to in about 20 minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> about 20 minutes. Bonnie, we get, is this our first real big product placement this I season? Feel, I feel like it is. Come on, you guys, you guys noticed that product placement, right? Yup. Like that phone. I'm going to give my mom a video update <laughs> on my AT&T phone. <laughs> also, I just love looking back at old phones because the UI sucks so bad. Like it just looks so bad. Like did yeah. not age well at all. No, not at fucking all. <laughs> and like it has this huge ass camera on the back of it. It's yeah. just it's just so funny. <laughs> I just <laughs> I love that she's like, I'm giving my mom a video update. And then they cut to a camera angle that is very clearly not Cat Graham holding a phone. Right. But like they just pointed a camera at her and they didn't even do like the angle correct. Like you can clearly see that she's not holding anything. Right. Not to be like a picky little bitch who grew up in the golden age of vlogging, but like right. Jesus Christ, y'all. Come on, get it right. Get it right. They like they kind of did it for like they did a good job when she was like showing her mom like the fireplace or whatever because like yeah true fact like what college dorm does have a fireplace that's weird as fuck and then they cut back and the phone is about a million miles from her face <laughs> and she's like anyway this is me doing a salad like no it's not Cat Graham don't look at me <laughs> why we was so weird while we're on the topic of ad placements. I've been watching a lot of Korean dramas recently. Oh, yeah. Their, their ad placements are so top tier. Like, oh, are they, like, like, actually good? They're, like, they're like in a way that, like, I feel like, especially with the U.S. ad placements, they, I guess they both try to, like, sneak it in. It's very obvious when the ad placement is going on, but I feel like it's just so much funnier in the Korean dramas. Because it's like, why is this happening? This is just, this is just like blatant, like, we needed to punch this in some out. Like, I was watching a drama. They had a Domino's ad in there. And, like, <laughs> he, the guy came over. And he was like, he's like, so why are you here? He's like, you know, I'm just here to hang out or whatever. And then he's like, was like so you're not going to invite me to, like, eat? Because eating is, like, a huge part of, like, you know, Korean culture. And he's like, yeah, we're going to get pizza. And then he's like, I know a great place. <laughs> <laughs> I know this great place. It's Domino's. And then he like, he like gets the app out, orders the pizza, and then they just have this full scene of them just macking down on this pizza. Like all this <laughs> He's like, he's like, oh, this is so good. And he's like, you're overreacting. And then he's like, he takes a bite. He's like, oh, actually, yeah, this is really, really good. And you're just like. Thank you for this. This has no reason to be here. <laughs> Thank you. But also, <laughs> but also, imagine going to a friend's house and being like, hey, you guys want someone to eat? You're like, yeah, I know a good place. And then they whip out Domino's and you're like, okay, so you're just lying to me. You don't know a good place to eat. You have the Domino's app and that's about as far as you got. And we will continue to point out every obvious product placement that 
there we is should do a ranking series. we should do a ranking sometime in the future i think we, we should start keeping better track of them do you want to um, i'll add a column on the spreadsheet all right <laughs> um hold Product on let me add a let me add a column on the spreadsheet por favor insert one of the right product placement i don't remember where these happen but these are the ones i remember the most um the car one remember <laughs> The car, the car one, one the, the the hands-free driving one for Caroline, and then um, oh fucking Jeremy, like I got my fi as they're like <laughs> down in a fucking basement. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, where wasn't there one for like a video calling? That was, I think that was also Jeremy and Bonnie. They really give Bonnie all these fucking product placement. <laughs> oh, the car one was good. Oh, I had another so one on the funny. tip. Of, I had another one on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember what it is. We can go through and, and, and yeah. do it later. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's actually continue with this episode. <laughs> so, <coughs> Bonnie isn't a witch anymore, apparently. I guess. I guess. Like, I'm She's so confused. only a ghost? I guess. Here's my best guess for what happens is after you die, you stop having magic powers. Mm. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yes. <laughs> and now that but she's she... back, but the ancestors it... haven't gotten the memo yet and she's not quite alive. I guess if you're dead, you can't be a witch. That's why, like, uh. I guess... Because I was going to say, isn't she half in, half out? So wouldn't it just be like half ghost, half human? Well, I guess if you're dead, you can't you you can't do magic if you're dead, which is why you can't be both a vampire and a witch. Ah. Uh. So I guess you just can't have magic powers if you're dead. Mm. Now, before anybody comes for my ass, I know siphoners and heretics exist, but Siphoners have a different way of harnessing magical power than witches do. Witches revolve around life force. Siphoners just drain shit. So it makes sense that they can become a heretic before anybody gets on my ass. I know. I know this magic (laughs) system better than you do. Don't fucking try and test me. (laughs) Bonnie and Jeremy are cute again. (laughs) They're cute again. And also, like, okay, here's the other thing I want to mention before we move on to how cute Bonnie and Jeremy are. Yeah. Caroline, Elena, and Bonnie, they're friends. And they're so cute this episode. Yeah. They are so fun. Like, Caroline and Elena are, like, mocking Bonnie as she's, like, going to, quote, unquote, register for classes, a.k.a. make out with Jeremy. Like, and then they have, like, this cute thing where they're all, like, being all obnoxious about it. And I just gotta say, I love these friends. Friends are fun, you know? God, I love these friends. I love this friendship. They're just so so cute. cute. I love them a lot. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. Elena's trying to convince Damon to go to the party that they're throwing because Bonnie's alive again. Mm-hmm. The girls are throwing up. I feel like we have not talked about this episode <laughs> at all because this episode is bonkers. The girls are throwing a party because Bonnie's alive again. So Elena is trying to convince Damon to come to the party and get Damon to invite Stefan. It's the opposite of a bon, bon, bon voyage party. Yeah, it's a welcome back. <laughs> right. Welcome back to the land of the living. We love you. Stefan, though, 
is not having a good time. Nope. Stefan, this entire episode, Stefan is pretty categorically having a bad time. The rest of this season, Stefan is pretty categorically having a bad time, actually. (laughs) Can I just say, it was nice having Stefan forget his memory, having amnesia. Amnesia Stefan, man, kind of miss him. I know. I just, he was so free and happy and didn't have any burdens holding him down. And now... He's just having a bad time. <laughs> I think also, especially with um, Paul, right? That's his name, right? The actor, yes, the Paul actor. Wesley. Yeah. yeah, I feel like uh, a lot of his acting in this sh- in this show is like, oh, so broody. Oh, I'm in so much pain, you know? Yeah. But then you have moments of him with like amnesia stuff in or bad boy stuff in or even just like silas you know mm-hmm. where he's just allowed to be a little more carefree a little more comedic kind of love those moments wish we got more i miss them. him come back for more soon son <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, this episode her entire goal is to get drunk and i really kind of love that for her actually mm-hmm. um she she helps Explain to us who the travelers are. She like she she explains everything for us. Thankfully, finally, somebody is <laughs> like, yeah, the travelers are they're a faction of witches who focus on. I think she says like spirit magic, and they really like. Uh, they're big on spirit possession, and then one of them is inside of Matt. He's sort of like a parasite inside of Matt's brain. Right. There's that. (laughs) Can I just say, this is what I mean when I say this episode, the vibes are off. You're just explaining a lot of stuff, this episode. Yeah. It's a lot of, it's a lot of tell not show. Yeah. And it's just, what am I supposed to like about this? Okay. You explain the concept of travelers, even though I kind of already got it a couple episodes ago. You know, you didn't tell me anything new and you're just saying it. Yeah, and, okay, so the rest of this plot line, by the way, in Mystic Falls, so we kind of separate off into two plots again. So we have the Whitmore gang, which is going to be Caroline, Elena, Aaron, Jesse, and Damon. And then you have Catherine, Stefan, Matt, Nadia in In Mystic Mystic Falls. Falls. Yeah. So I feel like we should do the thing again where we do, where we just talk about one storyline to the end because they don't intersect. Right, yeah. And then we go to the other one. Let's so which the, one do you want to take let's first? Let's do the travelers first, get it out the way, because it's the most boring plot of the It episode. really is. So, Catherine and Stefan meet up at the bar. They discuss PTSD, and she's like, I can help you, like, Like, I'm an expert on the trauma that comes from dying and living and dying again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, I can help you. And she actually does, by the way. She does help him later on this episode, which I do think is very, actually very nice. Yeah, I agree. They kind of help each other out, and it's very sweet. Yeah, and you're like, wow, the doppelgangers really are star-crossed. Yeah. (laughs) Catherine introduces Nadia to Stefan, and they confront Matt's traveler. Basically, they, like, put Matt in a room, and then Nadia calls the Traveler forth, and then it turns out that Kristoff, the Traveler who is inside of Matt's brain, was instructed to kill Catherine after Silas was killed. 
because Catherine's dad was a traveler. You're like, whoa. Keep keep that in mind. Keep keep that little point. That's a mouse tool. <laughs> that's a mouse tool we're gonna use for later. The that's what this is what annoyed me about this episode. That's like the new nugget of information that you learned that Catherine's dad was a traveler. And it takes like I don't know, like 30 minutes to get there. Yeah. It's a while <laughs> into the episode before we get that new good nugget of info. And you're Which, like, by what? the way, is also the most interesting setup for the rest of the season right there. That is the most interesting setup point for the rest of the season. It's like, why? Why'd you do all this just to tell me one thing? And like, even with the Catherine and Stefan dynamic, the kind of, I, I wouldn't even call it per se, like character development that goes on between them. It's just like something that happens between them. That That's like... Not even that interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's really not. It's like, okay, why is this here? Why didn't we do something else? I feel like maybe with this season, it's going to take us a while to get back into it now that we're back into season five of TVD because like, you know how when some fish stop swimming, they just like sink? Uh Uh-huh. I feel like that was us with season five. We needed to keep going, but like I couldn't because I had shit to do. Uh-huh. And so now we're like sinking and we're like, this season now sucks so bad. <laughs> We've forgotten all of the good times we had in the first half of the season, which weren't that many to begin with. But we forgot what little good times there were. And now we're just like, this fucking episode sucks so bad. This episode I- sucks ass. Uh, no, I'm just thinking about like, I think my favorite episode so far of this season <laughs> was the Stelena Bait one. Yeah, that was so good. We were talking about the fucking traveler storyline before we got sidetracked by tech difficulties, right? Yeah, we were talking about how much it sucked that they took forever to get to this point. Oh yeah, and then we were talking about how like we're we're a a fish that stops swimming sinks, you know? Yeah, and I think we fucked ourselves by taking a break. Obviously, it was very necessary because I was going to explode otherwise. But, like, I think we kind of fucked ourselves here because we took a break. It's like when I took a break from Legacies and then that break turned into me not watching the rest of the season. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, it's too much to try to go back. It hurts too much. Emotionally, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So, the travel, the gist of the travelers is that Matt's fancy knife that he has is apparently the only thing that can kill a traveler when they're in somebody else's brain. Cool, uh-huh. great, having a great time. Because if you remembered, Kristoff's body died. Nadia right. killed this guy's body. So the only part of this dude that's alive is his brain parasite thing. And now that's dead too. So this right. guy's double dead, triple dead, quadruple dead, dead as fuck. You're dead. But something tells me that this is not the last we'll see mm. of this man or of travelers like this. I feel like the the travelers are so weird. Uh-huh. This whole storyline is so goddamn weird. <laughs> But that's basically the gist of it for this episode. Um, Later, uh, 
Stefan struggles with his PTSD. Catherine helps him out. She's like, tell me the name of the first person you killed. And then the second and then the third. Focus on their names. Focus on what's here and what's real. You're on solid ground. And it like actually helps him. And I'm like, whoa, hey, wait. This is actual good character growth. <laughs> Look at us go. Wow. Look at us go. I just. Wow. When you think about it, too. It's Catherine who's the one who turned them into, you know, vampires. So she's really at the start of all their pain. They're struggling. I can kind of hear the dogs, actually. <laughs> can you hear them losing their fucking minds? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to every day of my goddamn life. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Oh, dogs. Um, so <laughs> we cannot, this podcast, this episode is like interruption after interruption after interruption. We cannot get a fucking moment of peace. Let, Let me, me close my window super quick and I'll see if that helps. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I was I was going to say my thought and then I just started laughing because I could just hear it so clearly. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. I can still hear I swear it, but, it's, fucking but it's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to power through. I'm going to not laugh. Um, so I think it's really interesting because Catherine was the one who like turned them into, into vampires. So it was like, she is the, the source of all their problems when you think about it. And then for the first time ever, she's kind of like, maybe I should help you guys out a little bit. <laughs> maybe I should fix a problem that I caused, huh? Right. <laughs> Catherine also leaves behind a suicide note. Uh-huh. And she is fully about to jump off of the clock tower before she's caught by Stefan. And this fucking dog is going to make me jump off of my goddamn <laughs> clock tower. I swear to fucking God. Are you kidding me? They're so loud. Guys. Come on, dog. <sighs> You ever try and do something and you're like, the universe is actively working against yeah. me? Yeah. Remember we started, that's how we started off the podcast? With we us questioning if the universe was against me? I think the answer is yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the universe fucking hates everything we're doing. Yeah. They're like, no, 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 no. You know what? It's the vibes of this episode was off already. <laughs> The vibes of this episode careen off a fucking cliff. So, like, the universe is just helping us along, honestly. So, Catherine tells Stefan that she's dying because of the aging process, and that's basically the end of the Mystic Falls storyline this this episode. It was very pointless. Very pointless. It's so fucking pointless. Why is it here? Why Um, is this here? Felt like pulling teeth every time I came back to Mystic Falls. I was like, okay. Okay. And this is this is going to be a consistent problem is that the Vampire Diaries doesn't know how to balance doing plots in two different places at the same time. So yeah. there's an epi- there's always in every episode you're like I either hate the Whitmore plot or I hate the Mystic Falls plot. One or the other. Very very rarely do you ever have a well this was all around pretty good. The problem is they're never trying to is. keep them too separate. If they just intermingled a little bit, I bet you things would get more interesting. More fun. More, They're trying to do... More balance. Like, 
they're, they're, I know exactly what they're doing. They're they're pulling a Degrassi, okay? You're, you're trying to pull a Degrassi, okay? You're trying to have characters in college and characters in high school. And guess what? It doesn't work. It trying to pull doesn't work. Glee. And it works about as well as it did for Glee, which is yeah. to say not fucking well at all. Exactly. If your characters are set in one location and you have another set of characters set in another location and they're like far away from each other, they barely interact. That's not good. That's not going to be good for your story. Okay. It's just not going to work. Just let go of certain characters. But at that point, just like let let go of somebody. Let go. Vampire Diaries, just let go, baby. Drift off into the night. And you know, it's like, I know why they don't want to let go of anyone, really, because they're like, oh, but this is like a... Actually, no, I don't get why they don't want to get rid of anybody, because you kill people off all the time. It happens consistently. And this this season, they're like, none of our main characters can die, except for those three. They're fine. We'll kill three of them off and just like one fell swoop in one episode. It'll be fine. Silas and yeah. Tess and Amara are gone. Yeah. People should die more often. Just start killing people. There's There's too many people in different places. Axe Somebody has to, to die. Head. Let's go. Go, go, go. Get this show on the road. <laughs> it's just too much plot armor. Too much plot armor. Too much plot armor is fucking right. We need to get these people out of their plot armor. Get into those like ridiculous chain metal bikinis that you used to have in World of Warcraft for the female characters. <laughs> get out of your plot armor. Get into a plot chainmail bikini. It won't save you at all, but it'll be funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just good God. And like Just- they have too many characters and they're also still introducing people. What's going on? Why are there What's- so many people? Why are there in different Why is places? Aaron here? I don't exactly. care about Aaron. Why, why is Aaron here? Exactly. I don't like, give a shit about him. Sure, he's like male Elena. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a not, shit. I'm done. It's not, it's not even that I don't care. You're not doing anything interesting with it. Sure, you're Jesse's roommate and you almost get killed by Jesse. What a fucking coinkidink. Wild. <laughs> Weird how that works out, huh? <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Okay, with more plotline this episode. We are going to fast and furious our way through it because I fucking hate this episode. Yeah. Jesse calls Caroline and he's like, oh my God, I need help. My roommate is going to be home soon. And Caroline's like, what the fuck? Sure, I'll fucking go over to your dorm. Chill out. And then Jesse's roommate walks in the door. It happens to be Aaron and he almost bleeds him out. Caroline shows up and saves Aaron. Caroline and Elena then explain vampires to Jesse. Oh my gosh. What did he fucking I do? I want to talk about this. I want to talk about who wrote this dialogue. Who wrote this dialogue? I'm coming for you, okay? You did a bad job. Why was this corny as hell? It who was pretty this? fucking corny. Who wrote this? Like, I, I, I never cringed so much by watching two vampires explain to another vampire certain aspects of being a vampire in this universe. Like, oh, gosh, it was so bad. There was like a moment. I don't remember what Caroline said, but it pissed me off so much. First rule of being a vampire is realizing how awesome you are. That one. That's the one. That was the one. I was like, why? <laughs> Who wrote that? You're going to go back down in my, you know, I, I've never watched Death, Death Note, but you know that Death, Death Note book? 
you know, the Death Note. Yeah, I'm familiar with the. <laughs> I'm I'm running you down there. All right? You're going in my Death Note. I have never there. watched Death Note either. I think it would just be very funny if the Notebook was called the Death Note. <laughs> um, I here's the thing. I hate that line because it is corny. But also, I think it's it's good that Elena is like, you know, the first rule of being a vampire is having fun with being a vampire. Because she struggled with it a lot when she first became a vampire. Right. So I think it's good that she and Caroline are being the ones to kind of like show the ropes of vampirism to somebody like new and like having a good time with it. Right. But also, Why? first rule of being a vampire is realizing how awesome you are. <sighs> Who wrote that? Who wrote that? get out of my house (laughs) like don't ever write anything ever again please get out (sighs) it was like so bad it's just so oh and then and then the way that they ended the scene you want to teach him about compulsion it's just like stop stop where you are stop while you're ahead also, Caroline's way better at compulsion than Elena is. <laughs> like, ugh. not to make it into like a competition between our two good bitches, but like, Jesus. Fourth time's the charm, baby. <laughs> One of these days, we will have a full episode of Afterbite completed, but today is apparently not that fucking day. <laughs> the girls teach Jesse how to be a vampire. It's very bad in terms of dialogue. Damon is trying to torture information out of Dr. Maxfield. Uh, he just finds a bunch of like infectious diseases. Just sitting around for for no good reason. He says that Dr. Maxfield says that he's an MD PhD researcher. However, there's no lock on that fridge. <laughs> you guys can't see it, but B's making very good gestures right now. I have a friend who is a grad student assistant to a PhD who is uh-huh. currently researching um, salmonella. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Did you hear about the salmonella outbreak? Yes, I did. I've heard about <laughs> I've heard all about it. Trust me. <laughs> I love my good friend Megan very much. Um, I think it's salmonella. Yeah. Uh, they are doing their research on a college campus. So it's objectively just like. Just like this, right? Right, right. Uh huh. To get into the lab, they have to swipe their cards. Swipe their like ID cards. Mm-hmm. They have to have a physical key to the door. There's mm-hmm. two locks on the door to get into the lab itself. And then every time they take out a sample, they have to unlock the like container for it, like the the fridge that it's in, basically. Right. Would it have been too hard to get, like, a fake lock that Damon busted off of the fridge? <laughs> like, no research was done. Funny how he's a researcher, but no research was he done He has rabies, for fuck's sake. Like. <laughs> also, why does he only have one small vial of each thing? Wouldn't yeah. it make sense if he had multiple vials of yeah. rabies? Or? Yeah. He should, like, who's studying all these viruses at once? All of them at once? At one time? That's a lot. Yeah. I just like... Okay, yes, it's a TV show, but also... Really? 
Okay, whatever. This fucking episode. We're struggling through this plot right now. (laughs) We're struggling. Okay. Basically, Damon injects Dr. Maxfield with flesh-eating bacteria or whatever. I don't fucking know. He wants to get some answers out of Maxfield. I don't know. He's like, why'd you do it? Why'd you, why'd you do, why'd you do that dirty to Jesse? And Dr. Maxfield's like, it's in the name of science or whatever. And Damon's like, okay, and? So there's that. Mm-hmm. The, that. A lot of their back and forths are so fucking useless. It's like, there's so many shots of them together where they're like, nothing happens. I could read every single line of the transcript of this. Genuinely. There is not a like there's not like a question in there. There's not like a point to this little scene. Anyway, right. back at the fucking party. Cause remember there's a party going on. Right. <laughs> Everybody's taking jello shots. Hey, is taking a jello shot considered eating or drinking? I don't I've never done one, so I don't I don't even know. But like it's jello, right? You just make it with alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it eating or drinking though? I think I think it's it's like asking a question is eating edible, taking like drugs or like eating. But like with an edible, right? Like you obviously like eat it. Obvi- I mean like Yeah, but, but you could also like you can I don't live in a state where that's legal. Obviously, I've never done it before in my entire life. I'm such a good, I'm such a good <laughs> child. Um, but you have the option of like the, the drug being like smoked, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's like that would be a different form, right? It's it's different than edible because like a Jello shot is just like you can like is it eating or drinking? Because it's like a shot that you're taking, but are you eating it because you're eating Jello, or are you drinking it because it's basically no, just alcohol? You're, you're eating it. I think it the the the, the Jello for- supersedes the alcohol. There, yeah, the form takes precedence, especially like in language. Okay, I'll give yeah. it to you. I'll I'll give it to you. Can you see how much we hate this episode by us having a tangent <laughs> about whether or not Jello shot was a form of eating or drinking? Bonnie talks to the old woman again. We didn't even mention the old woman. (laughs) (laughs) Earlier in the episode, after Bonnie was making out with Jeremy, she saw this old woman who was passing over to the other side and um, she went into the forest and uh, let it happen. Let it happen, and just like screamed in pain. Right. Uh, so there's that. So now- they have this like it's it's kind of a cute back and forth that they have though. I actually do like it. Yeah. Um. And Bonnie's like, yeah, I'm the anchor. Every supernatural being that dies passes through me. And the old lady's like, well, that doesn't seem like it would be a lot of fun for you, which is the <laughs> understatement of the fucking year, <laughs> Granny. <laughs> and then Bonnie's like, it's better than being dead. Wait, fuck, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest that's so line. so funny. <laughs> that was the funniest line this episode. <laughs> Unintentionally, some of this episode is funny. Yeah. Against our will, we're having a good time with it now. <laughs> um, 
then Jeremy comes back over and they go to make out again. Whoop did he fucking do? Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, Jesse's like, wow, this is amazing. All of my sentences are heightened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Fuck, this episode sucks. It's so bad. God. I'm not having a good time right now. We're both in pain. A lot, a lot of pain, okay? Like, you can even just hear by, like, the description of what goes on. Nothing happened. This episode. Nothing nothing happened. Maxfield reveals to Damon that he was trying to, That he... Vampires are dangerous to humans because humans are the food source. Right. Dr. Maxfield reveals that he wants to change that. Then we cut back a little... Cut back to the party. Damon and... Or, fucking Jesus Christ. Caroline and Jesse make out. And... Um, he accidentally cut back to Dr. Maxfield he's like you know vampires don't need to feed on humans they're no longer a threat and um, he's like you know human blood will only satiate Jesse temporarily until he gets a taste of what he really craves and Damon's like well what does he really crave and then uh, Jesse bites Caroline She's like, ow, what the yeah. fuck? And he's like, I have to go. I have to go. It's like, um, they took so like that. this long avenue to reveal what Jesse truly was. And like, it, they didn't even have to do that much. Like, and then guys here's the thing. They don't even give, it, give a name to what Jesse is until later. We still have an entire scene of Elena and Aaron trauma dumping and having like a weird kid bonding session. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> Aaron and Elena bond over the fact that their parents are dead and they're weird. Anyway, that's it. That's. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to editing this episode of Afterbite because it's been an hour and we've said nothing. Because nothing this episode happened. is fucking nothing. Like,. Honestly, if you're watching The Vampire Diaries, you could probably skip this and, like, I'll give you three things that you need to know from this episode and then go on to the next episode. Because what the fuck? This episode sucks so bad. What a waste of an hour. Like, what a waste of an hour. Like, why? Who, who, who's responsible for all of this? It's like it's like not entertaining. It's so boring. Nothing happens. Like imagine watching this live and not giving up midway. <laughs> yeah. Jesse breaks into Dr. Maxfield's lab. And he's like, "What did you do to me?" And then Jesse is about to attack Damon, but Damon holds him back by the neck, and he's like, you know, in case fucking Professor Forbes forgot to tell you in your training, sweetie, I'm a lot older than you, and that means I'm a lot stronger than you. And then Dr. Maxfield pokes uh, pokes his little head, and he's like, well, that's not 100% accurate. And then Jesse beats the shit out of Damon. Yeah. Damon gets his <laughs> and ass And you're like, kicked. honestly, deserved. Deserved. <laughs> Elena comes in, and she tries to talk Jesse out of fucking beating 
<laughs> she tries to talk Jesse out of to like let his uh let Damon go because he has fucking Damon by the neck, and then she super speeds to stab Jesse in the back at the same time that Carolyn walks in, and Caroline is like, "What did you do?" He's like, okay. yeah, but he was going to kill Damon. Carol's like, but we promised we would help him. It's like, in my head, I'm like, Caroline, what did you want her to do? Yeah, really. Actually, I was like, this episode, I'm like, okay, and? Caroline, and like, I- Caroline, like, come on. Think for a second. Like, what, I don't what, like what Damon either. What were the either. other options? I don't, I don't like him either, but if Especially Jesse was if- strong enough that he could almost kill Damon unprovoked, like Caroline and Elena don't have a fucking chance. Next. Exactly. Yeah. He's coming for you next. Like, come on. Come on. And Caroline's like, oh my god, the Elena I used to know would have given Jesse a chance. But like, she didn't huh? see that Elena did just that. It's like, huh? Like that's what I mean when this episode makes no sense. It's so pointless. Like, what? What? Giving him a chance, like he was gonna kill both of you if after killing Damon. Like, come on. It's like they have characters do do things for 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 no good reason. This episode, and like I understand why Caroline would be initially hurt, but also like why don't you trust Elena enough to be like, this is what I need needed to do, you know? Right. I don't know. It just seemed weird. Lee. It felt off. It was it like felt that's weird, right? Would do. This isn't just because we took a month long break from watching TVD, but like this felt out of character for Caroline, right? Yeah, like, this was weird. It was. It was very weird. I was like, okay, okay. Maybe it's because she just broke up with Tyler. I don't know. Jeremy and Bonnie are about to get it on, and then Bonnie gets interrupted because Jesse's dead. <laughs> 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 and then he passes through to the other side and she like bends over in pain screaming yeah and then Jeremy's like what's wrong and then Bonnie's just like I'm an anchor Jeremy it's what the anchor has to go through they have like a little fight about why don't you tell me and then at the end of the fight they just end up going back to what they were doing so like Ruin, mood not ruined i guess <laughs> i guess when you want to get fucked now you want to get fucked now <laughs> nothing will kill that vibe <laughs> like not even someone dying okay but let's talk about how unrealistic these passings are right like why are they happening so infrequently okay people die every single day Well, when you think about it, okay, it makes sense for, like, vampire passings to happen pretty infrequently. But I'm talking about witches, all right? Witches, though, also can, like, extend their life, right? We saw that one lady in Chicago who was, like, a hundred years old. No, but I mean, like, getting into, like, you're saying there's no clashes that is happening where people are dying up in the supernatural world. Everything's peaceful right now. Like, I, I think don't maybe think so. Mystic Falls is the only place that people are losing their fucking minds every day. <laughs> I, I'm proposing that I think maybe it's just Mystic Falls in New Orleans and everybody else outside of the supernatural community is like, 
right, I'm gonna just like move to Seattle then. Fuck all y'all. Like, I don't know what is wrong with you guys. I'm just gonna go to Seattle <laughs> and read books and grow flowers. Like, I feel no, like, but like but even in New Orleans, we just saw like last episode, like how many people just died there, like in one I know. Like, That's what I'm so, talking about. But I think here's I think I don't know. I can't explain it to you. If there, if, there, if there are battles happening somewhere else, even if it's not in most places, there's at least one battle going on right now in the same timeline, and people are dying left and right, and Bonnie's just, like, getting one to two deaths per day. Sorry. Well, I mean, I have to imagine that- a lot of them happen during the night. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm, most I'm vampires the- can't go out during the day. So, like, it makes it's- sense... And that battle happened at night. Plus, we're technically flipped around. So I think this episode happens technically before the last episode of the okay. originals that we watched. So technically, that battle hasn't happened yet. I'm just thinking about Amara, okay? Amara uh-huh. was, in, had, like, was in that box. Sure, maybe she went stir crazy. But personally, what I think happened is she didn't want to have to deal with the pain of being an anchor anymore. That's what drove her crazy, okay? There's yeah, not, she went fucking a, insane. That's not that's not no one to two deaths per day. That's like multiple deaths per day causing you to like go crazy, okay? But yeah, sure, people die every day, but also like vampires and werewolves all have like better healing and witches can extend their own life force. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, it makes sense know. to me that's there aren't that many, but you also have to think there's not that many supernaturals. Like you have to like comparatively right werewolves are a uniquely american phenomenon mm-hmm. we learn that later they're uniquely american at least to begin with um and witches all over the world like i said there's probably not that many of them and not all of them like activate their powers so i guess maybe not all of them become a quote-unquote supernatural in that mm-hmm. way and then i mean vampires it's hard to kill a fucking vampire dude Okay. I don't know. Like, it, it makes sense to me that there's not that many going on. I mean, like, yes, obviously, like, a lot of them probably happen at night, and Bonnie probably does not sleep because people are passing through her body day and night, but, like, <laughs> it makes sense to me that there's not that many. I just wanted to see more on screen as all. Well. I just felt like there should have been I don't want Cat Graham to be in pain. Girl deserves a break. <laughs> Yes, but I feel like for realistic sense for me, at least one more would have been good. At least one more. At least one more. Caroline and Elena have this little fight. Stupid fight. So stupid. stupid. Pointless. A stupid fight. Anyway, they have all you need to know is that they have a fight. But Caroline does yeah. say the phrase, Elena, when are you going to figure out that the outside world is not nearly as dangerous as the person you're inviting into your own bedroom? And She's like, so true I mean, like, that. correct, so but also today, you're it was a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you're over, you're spelling some truths, but like, it's a little bit of an overreaction to what happened today. Like, maybe another day. It's like, you know, wait, you know, those, those, uh, that meme where it's like, it really sucks when the person you're like uh, the person you hate has has one good thing to say. You know what yeah. I'm talking about? 
it's yeah. like it's like that it's like caroline you've been wrong for this like entire episode but like you're you're right still you're still you're right. correct for that point but like everything else nah back in dr maxfield's lab last thing that happens this episode we finally reach the god. end thank god light at man. the end of the tunnel uh Dr. Maxfield is, like, cutting through uh, the rubber that's holding him to the gurney. I don't know why Damon didn't put him in the handcuff handcuffs, but... And just tied Mm -hmm. rubber tubing around his hands. Like, (laughs) you deserve... You deserve what you're about to get, because... Right. (laughs) You're so stupid. (laughs) Because you're so dumb. Damon uh, is cleaning up, and um, he sees a blood bag. And curious, he grabs the blood bag and he's like, why does this say 12144? And Dr. Maxfield's like, why do you give a shit? And Damon's like, because I was 21051. And everybody's like, oh my god, you were an Augustine vampire? And we get like some fucking freaky like flashbacks. He's like strapped down, bleeding from his eyes. And there's like mm-hmm. a latex glove above him kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then Damon's like, Augustine. I haven't heard that name in decades. Vampire lab rats, coded subject names. I thought you guys shut down 60 years ago. And again, nobody has said Augustine in front of Damon yet. He has fucking super hearing. Are you fucking telling me nobody has said it in the Salvatore house? Yeah. Really? Really? It's just unrealistic. Damon goes to kill Professor Maxfield, but Maxfield makes it to the red button on the wall. And then he presses it and it releases a gas that fills up the lab. And Damon falls to the ground coughing because it is atomized vervain. And then he's like, you know, I'm sure Augustine will be thrilled to have you back. And then he, we cut to Damon in a cell, uh, apparently sometime later. And he... He's having more like blurry flashbacks, but he does see a stone wall with the initials DS carved on it and under them, the number 53. And that's it. <laughs> that's this episode. Oh, God. This episode. So Augustine vampires are vampires who eat other vampires. Damon was apparently one of them in 1953. And is back, baby. What a fucking stinker of an episode, huh? What a bad episode. I didn't when you I don't even know how low to rank this cuz I don't know if it gets worse than this, you know? I don't want to rank it too low and then it gets worse than this, you know? But, but man, what a yeah, bad you can rank episode. it. I mean, but like rank it low because it's bad. Like, there's nothing happens. It's a terrible episode, but also like even if it gets worse than this, then you can just put other episodes below this when we do the end of the season ranking, Yeah, you know? yeah. Scale of one to ten. Oh my god. I thought we've had a nothing burger before. Okay? <laughs> I thought we've had a nothing burger before. But my god, was I not prepared for this, like, this kind of episode. Yeah. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? I want to give it a three. Okay? A three. 
It is so, so bad. There's nothing redeeming about it. I did not enjoy watching it. I didn't enjoy, I did not enjoy discussing it. Nothing interesting happened this episode. I don't even care about Augustine Vampire. I don't care that Damon used to be one. I just do not care. Such a fucking shit garbage, garbage episode. I I don't know what I want to rank this. Like, to me, I was like, should I give it a five? But I'm like, no, it's not even possible for a five because I didn't enjoy one bit of this. I think I'm going to go with you. I think I'm going to give it a three. It's so bad. Like, oh, my God. What the? <laughs> Who it's wrote just this? cutting back and forth so often and like. Cutting back and forth between nothing happening. <laughs> Who does that? And. I felt like it was like a a crutch. Because th- while they were editing this, they were like, oh, this is really boring. We got to make it interesting somehow. Let's yeah, like, try cutting really back and happens. forth. It's just so. Like, like, no, like what I would have loved to see more exploration on Bonnie being an anchor since we just got that last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More, expo- not, more exploration of that. Um, I would have liked to see an Augustine vampire for a little bit longer with Jesse. He didn't have to die right away, at least to me. I think I just want to say we will get more into Augustine, obviously, soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they could have done that for this episode as well. Yeah. And they could have scrapped the whole traveler stuff and wait and if if it's really something setting up for the rest of the season they should have just just put put it on with more stuff later on because there was there was like the set like i could barely tell that this was a setup yeah you know what i mean yeah just scrap it just get rid of it yeah like oh my gosh like i i had to force myself to write something because i was just watching this like what's going on here like, why do I care? Yeah, why am I here? Why am I watching this? It was so bad. Um. Yeah, maybe even, like, with the whole Aaron thing, if they did something interesting with him, I would like it. But they're doing nothing with him. He's just the male version of Elena. But, like, you know, like, those, those, those episodes of shows where they have an alternate universe? Yeah, and they do, like, gender swaps and stuff. Yeah, and they're like, oh, like, this, these are very similar universes, and they both exist on the same plane, like, the same universe, but they're, like, polar opposites of each other. Do an episode like that. You know? That, that would have been fun. And you know how I know it would have been fun? Because I've seen it done before on How I Met Your Mother. And it was a fun <laughs> episode, Okay. They had a little gender swap. They tried to backdoor it into a spinoff. It didn't work. But yeah, uh-huh. it was fun for an episode. They could have just done that. They literally could have just done that. And I would have had a good time. Our rankings for this season overall are just going to free fall. <laughs> from here on out. Yours have fallen from an 8.3 to a 7.3 over the course of you adding these three rankings. So... That's where we're at emotionally. Who's the fucking MVP for this episode? 
like pulling teeth. Who who would I even like? I don't even like anyone this episode. I mean, like Jesse. <laughs> Maybe like out of pity, Jesse. Um, I'm really trying to think like who would be the MVP. I mean, like maybe Catherine or yeah, I was thinking maybe Catherine. Catherine, because she helped Stefan. We'll give it to mm-hmm. Catherine. That's fucking it. We're done with this episode. Any final thoughts? <laughs> um, whoever wrote this, fuck you. Um, go um, take a writing lesson. Go Brian take a writing Young lesson. Young and Neil Reynolds, get your shit together, boys. Go. Go, go back to school. Take a writing lesson, especially learn how to show, not tell. There was so much explaining this episode. It's so why? Yeah, why? 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 Go get help. Go, go, go to your professor and hand this in, and then you'll see a whole bunch of red marks all over it, and that's when you know you've made a mistake. Next week. On Afterbite. We're going back to the good. I love that we get the fucking just trash of TVD. And then we're like, let's go back to the Garden of Eden, y'all. Let's go back to like the good times. Didn't Didn't I say this was a good way to do both of these shows? Imagine having to slog through this right now. Okay, but I feel like if we did, again, doing all of TVD season five would just be like all shot, no chaser. And like, it stings going down, but then you're done with it after a point. But also, twice as long. (laughs) But also, but also think about this. I don't think it would be as fun. Okay, because it's hard to bounce. It's easier to bounce back after you've had a good one. You're like, all right, let's do this. This this episode is probably going to suck. Especially, I'm thinking about listeners, right? Imagine hearing us groan on for, like, a month on end. Yeah. About how much we hate this show. You know, it's nice. You get a little bit of us um, saying fuck you to the writers because why did you write this trash? And then we just have some fun. And then we go back to the good life. And the good life, by the good life, I mean we will be watching season one, episode nine of the originals, Raining Pain in New Orleans. Oh, yeah, baby. Wild title. Gonna be a bonkers buck wild good time. Nice. That's it for this week on Afterbite. Thank you for sticking with us through this stinker of an episode. <laughs> wow, we. Wow, we indeed. Y'all can find us on Twitter at AfterbitePod or on Patreon if you want episodes early and bonus stuff. Uh, that'll be up on patreon.com slash Afterbite. We also have other fun, like, bonus stuff, like us watching other vampire shows and monthly Patreon mm-hmm. live streams. It's a good time. You should head on over there. You can also get discounts on our merch, by the way. You can get that at uh, slash shop if you want a t-shirt or a hat. Our dad hats are really comfy, I do have to say. I wear them a lot. <laughs> They're very good. We, again, don't have an intro. We toss that to the way, or an outro. We toss you that to the outro. wayside. Yeah, I, yes, yes, I know. This episode bad. My brain bad. Everything bad. Having a bad time. You'll get vaccinated if you can. If you can't, try and limit your exposure to others. As always, go get fucking pricked. Bye. We're done. Go get pricked. Go get pricked. Goodbye. We're done.